But in my family, there's a few things that we say, still to this day, that were mispronunciation of the kids when they were little. So, aminals. We don't say animals, we say aminals. Teeter-totter things instead of tater tots. Bukini instead of bikini. I don't care how old my kids get, I will always call them bikinis, always. It's my prerogative as a mother. I have no shame. Well, normally as your kids get older, they learn the correct pronunciation of something and they no longer say it the former way. And this is true for so many things. When we learn better or different or more, we change our behaviors. The author of First Peter in our epistle this morning speaks to unhelpful and wrong ways that we have been taught, that have kept us captive. And it encourages those who read it to let go of that wrong thinking they were brought up in. Not everything that we have been taught is beneficial or even right. I would venture to guess that you have been taught some things that were unhelpful or even untrue. Remember back in the day when they thought that smoking would help asthma? Yeah, that was a thing. People also used to believe that the earth was flat, that uh, sickness could be removed by leeches, and that diet soda was healthy. Not everything that we're taught is true. Not everything that we think is right. The ways that we do things are not always the right way. The gospel intersects with some folk who, like us, all too often did not fully know the truth. These folk were headed back to their home in Emmaus, believing that they had been part of a failed social experiment. They believed Jesus was dead. They believed there was no hope for the kind of future that they had been working for, for months and years. They thought that what they had hoped for would not come to pass. They were dejected, depressed, grieving. And as they walked this walk of shame and sadness, they encountered a stranger on the road. Jesus in disguise. We see it over and over again in the accounts of Jesus after the resurrection, as I talked to the kids with this morning. People just could not recognize the risen Christ. Their brains couldn't comprehend the miracle. And also, I think Jesus kind of loved it. I think he loved, like, the fact that they recognized him and then just disappeared. He disappeared immediately after that. He's like, loved that sort of dramatic element. But they could not see who he was because their hearts had not been changed to become resurrection. So these folk, on their walk, told this strange Jesus their sad story. Are you the only one who hasn't heard what went down in Jerusalem? And Jesus responded with enlightening their hearts and minds to the truth of God. And do you want to just go back in time and shake Luke for not putting these things in the scripture, right? He's like, oh yeah, he explained everything. But it's not written here. And I'm just like, no, wouldn't that be amazing? I really wish that we could have all heard all of that. But even in his incognito state, Jesus ministered and enlightened. It is who God is and what God does. Church, this is a litmus test for if we are doing God's will. 
Are we embracing one another? Are we lifting each other up? Are we living in love? If the answer to any of these questions is no, we are not in God's will, period. And what we are doing is not of God. Does it motivate us to live in God's love? Does it bring us together? Does it move us in hope? All of that enlightening and explaining and unpacking of scriptures still didn't allow them to recognize Jesus. They didn't recognize Jesus until they invited him into their home, sat down, and broke bread together. Drawing into community and hospitality was the only way they could see. Coming to the table. I love that our church celebrates this meal every single Sunday, because regardless of what happens, regardless if the music goes off the rails and the preaching is terrible and something weird happens, when we come to the table, we're embraced by Jesus. He shows up. If we want to see Jesus, we can come here, yes. We can also risk hospitality from strange incarnations of Jesus with open hearts. Only then can we see what God has called us into is not a failure and not an attainable theory. And not that's nice, but we're still going to try to keep control of things and work behind the scenes to try to erode the work and ministry of God. No. Jesus' way is the way, the truth, the life. These two humans who encountered Jesus on the road to Emmaus that day realized that they had been wrong. They had thought the Messiah would be a warrior king that brought wealth and power. They had thought that Jesus had failed. They thought that Jesus was dead, and along with him, any hope of a new future. But they were wrong. What are we wrong about this morning? What ways have we been clinging to lies about the world, about the church, about each other, about our neighbors? about God. This is deadly serious stuff. It matters. This last week, four people were shot simply for being strangers. Jesus on that road to Emmaus, if he had lived in the United States during that time, might have gotten shot by those people. Ringing the wrong doorbell, entering the wrong car, driving up the wrong driveway. We have gotten so bad at loving our neighbors that we have started killing our neighbors for simply existing. We don't embrace each other. We don't open our hearts to each other. We're sick. And this isn't even the half of it. Each one of us could come up with dozens and dozens of that we fail to live in the way, the truth, and life of Jesus. We have been wrong. We are wrong. There are some things that are true that Jesus shows us 
and that we can remember as we walk into the world, as we embrace one another, even in the church. Everyone we meet is a unique reflection of God. We are meant to bring peace with every step that we take, every action. We have not been given grace to keep it to ourselves, but it's meant to be gifted to others. And we have a call on our heart in every moment to live in God's love. Look at your life, the sum of it. Consider your relationships, your activities, your thought patterns, your actions, your job. Does it build you up? Does it expand your heart? Does it draw people together? Does it motivate you to love? If it does not, maybe it's time to do better because you've been shown better by the way, the truth, and the life, resurrection power. One day, perhaps not even in the, in the very distant future, we will be disabused from some of the things that we think we know today. We will know that we've been wrong. But I'm still going to say bikini. Have an open heart for the ways that you will encounter Jesus. He's with us now, ready to open our hearts and eyes as we draw near. Amen. Let's stand together and sing.